Welcome to Review That Review. We are the singular podcast. Well, that's not true. We are the, (laughs) we are a podcast. No, we are the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. And we might be the only podcast that reviews reviews, reviews, like officially as the review queens. I think that's true. Right? We're just like Siskel and Ebert, as you know, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. And together, you know, we are the Review Queens. A very special Cheerio Queens to all of our Patreon members. You know, our Cheerio Queens over on Patreon, they're helping us keep our lights on. And in exchange, they have exclusive access to our companion after show podcast featuring additional reviews, salacious tidbits, and deep dives. They also get full video recordings, merch discounts, and a whole lot more. If you want to join them, go visit our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash review that review. Chelsea. Yes. Today is a very exciting day. Because we're going to announce the winner of our Lillian Pops artwork contest. But we're going to do it at the end of today's show. So in the meantime, keep all that excitement boiling, bubbling up in your bellies. As Chelsea starts us off, how are you doing, girl? I am good. You know, we're like in, I just feel like the year starts, the summer ends. We're like in Mm -hmm. the race of it all, right? It just happens so quickly. Wedding season, I think, is officially done. I think I attended my last wedding Mm. of the season, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is, you know, both sad and a little bit of a relief. Yes. (laughs) Right? Gotta say. Both can exist together. Both can exist at the same time. I Mm -hmm. love my friends. But I've been pretty good. Although, you know, Trey and I, we took a couple weeks off because I was traveling with the weddings and such. And so I got to say, I I do miss you when we don't get to record as frequently as usual. I know. It is interesting. Like when we began this journey, I didn't really think about much of the like weekly impact. When you go into business with someone, it really is a true relationship. So when we aren't in constant contact, it does feel like, oh, what's happening in the world? I know. It's a strange feeling. So I'm glad I've that we're... I've heard it said that Aww. people come into our lives. Do you know what that's from? For a reason. Oh, am I, did I not go to, to school of the arts? <laughs> it's wicked for good. In fact, I went to the Hollywood Bowl one time mm-hmm. to see Kristen Chenoweth, and she does this Whoa. whole shtick where she pulls someone from the audience to come and sing for good with her. Oh. And so allegedly she randomly pulls this girl from the audience who just happened to be a vocal teacher for children and she was great and i was there and then it went viral i was gonna say i've seen that 
Oh, you were. Yeah, I was there. I was like actually there. I thought she looked familiar. Wow, Chelsea, you really did a good job singing with her. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You recognize me. Oh, yes, I can imagine. But it wasn't me. It was this other chick who congratulations to her congratulations to her but because it's been so long Trice, since we've spoken and i don't know if i'm like cutting you off because i didn't really get to hear your catch up but i've really been like aching to complain about stuff all right well why don't yeah let's do it why don't you start chelsea do you want to go ahead and lodge a complaint i do i have a complaint to lodge yes i do so Mm -hmm. i want to talk about shady auto subscriptions and what i mean is I've gone on your website to purchase an item for the first time, never bought it before, and somehow I become auto-subscribed to like a monthly ordering of this item. I don't, I'm like deciding whether or not I want to put this company on blast or not. They're like a vitamin company. Mm -mm, No idea. Okay, so I ordered these vitamins for like focus and energy and something right like like Mm -hmm. i said getting back into the rat race so i need a little something extra and i want to go natural so i got these vitamins and i definitely didn't go through the month supply in the first month because i wasn't taking it every day and then sure enough i get an email and they're like your subscription is on its way like you've been charged for like your monthly subscription yeah and I was just so annoyed because it's one thing if like you sometimes like on Chewy, for example, they'll say like you can save, you know, ten dollars yes. on this order if you subscribe. subscribe. I was right. Ask you but that, then yeah. like but then you're like pressing a button for this. There was no pressing of a button. I never signed up for anything. Mm-hmm. All I did is put it in my cart and order it. And then now it was on auto ship. That's obnoxious. Yeah. I I wonder if it was like a random tiny print option i'm sure it was a tiny print thing but if it's like a tiny print and it's an auto selected tiny print like that's Mm. messed up it's shady obviously you're doing this because you're trying to get people to just get stuck in this rat race of continually getting this product and then their entire house is like covered in vitamin bottles and then they don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and their like credit cards are maxed out i mean it's just no good I, I feel like I was aware, but I it happened to me with Manscaped, where okay. they like send you like replacement blades like every six months or three months or something. And it's like, I don't really like I'm sure that I probably knew what I was signing up for because it was cheaper, but I don't recall it. Right. And like I eventually had to like cancel it because I'm like, I don't need this. I don't need blades. I don't every need three this months. many. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, there nothing feels good about feeling p- duped or not fully disclosed, you know? Yeah, There's and it's just like, I think the question is, at the end of the day, like, is it worth your reputation? Exactly. For the amount of money that you make by duping people? It's like the gym membership thing, where it's like mm-hmm. they make it impossible to cancel the gym membership, and you're like, okay, well, like, good for you. You, like, finagled people out of all this money. But are you sleeping well at the end of the night knowing that you screwed people over? That's what I'm curious about. And if you are, then I don't really want to support your company. I've also noticed, because there's a couple of apps that like I really enjoy. They're like subscription-based apps. And so it's like, if you want to experience this for a month at this rate, click here. And then, but what you're actually doing is signing up for one month at that rate. And then it's mm-hmm. like a year subscription at like the actual rate. 
Right, which is like I double the that. price. I know. Yes. So obnoxious. Truly. Well, I hear you. That is very frustrating. We need full transparency full when it comes to subscriptions. Ugh. Come on. Don't like it. All right, Chai, how about you? What's going on in your week? Have you like been collecting complaints in our hiatus? Yeah, you know, I do feel like as long as people are breathing, there is yeah. something to complain about. For complaints, yeah. <laughs> but actually, True. I'm going to um, step aside today because we have a... Oh. Listener voicemail. <gasps> Oh my god, yay. And this is from super listener Stacy B, who we have mentioned before on the on the podcast. And I want to specifically before we even listen to the voicemail, I want to go ahead and say follow them on Instagram at StacyB.art. I incorrectly said the handle the last time we talked about Stacy. And then if you want to go to their website to purchase any of their tiny, 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 gorgeous hand drawn art, it's B bottomart.com b-e-e but let's go ahead and listen to what stacy has to complain about okay can't wait hello this is stacy from south carolina and i would like to lodge a complaint um in recent months i have had quite a number of doctor's appointments Mm. for me and my children and almost every single one i get a message a text message or an email a day or so before that says, please arrive 30 minutes prior to your appointment time. Now, this really pisses me off because (laughs) we scheduled this appointment months to a year ago, and you told me to be there at 8 a.m. Now, you're telling me 24 hours in advance (laughs) or so to come in 30 minutes before my scheduled time. Why? (laughs) If you were there at 7.30 instead of 8, then tell me to be there at 7.30. And what really irritates me is that I get there at 7.30 and then I'm sitting there for 30 minutes because they've already sent me a patient packet in the mail that I filled out like I'm supposed to at home. Mm. So I'm sitting there for 30 minutes wasting my morning at the doctor's office. And that's what I'm doing currently right now is I'm waiting in my (laughs) car as my daughter goes into her appointment and she arrives 30 minutes early and she's sitting there in the lobby doing absolutely nothing. So I would just like to say, if doctor's offices want you there at a certain time, schedule it for that time. I don't want you to tell me a day or two in advance to come (laughs) earlier to your appointment. That's really annoying, and it's really inconsiderate, and I'm sure they have all these reasons to do so, but I don't care. I really don't care. (laughs) So anyway, that's my complaint, and I have been holding on to this complaint for quite a while, and I just needed to wait for the right moment. (laughs) <laughs> to um, call and let y'all know all about it. So anyway, thank y'all so much. Bye-bye. Uh, Stacy, I love you so much. First of all, this is giving me ver- very like Jenny. Yes, I who, thought of that too. Jenny vibes. We had another listener complaint from Jenny who talked about the patient portal. Mm-hmm. I will say like really good point, Stacy, because they should have told you that when you booked the appointment. I hate when they do that. Like I was booking an appointment recently and and they were like, we can get you an eight o'clock appointment. And they did say to me on the time, like, we're going to need you there a half an hour early. Really? So I was like, great. So I'm going to write down that I have a 730 appointment then because you want me to be there at 730. And she was like, yeah, that's I do wish that they would just say it like your appointment. Like we need you at the office at 730. You'll see the doctor at eight from 730 to eight. We just need to make sure you're here and like get you all checked in. And then, you know what I mean? Like just call it what it is. Well, I, I love that Stacy is calling in the present moment, like just mad in their car. 
it's funny because Stacy addresses it in the complaint. But I, my first thought was like, oh, I guess for like paperwork issues. But if they've already sent it, then I do feel like this half hour is just to cover the office's butt in the event that like you f- didn't fill it out correctly or there was something right. problem, some problem. But now I'm hearing in both you and Stacy, Chelsea, these early morning appointments. I yeah. wonder if they tell these early morning people to come early so that it doesn't throw the entire time schedule the entire day off. Pro- maybe. Because yeah, people are always late. People are always late. I mean, late. I think that... I mean, my dad's a dentist, and so like it really will mess up his whole day if like, especially the if first the first pitch, yeah, yeah, is late, and then he's like sitting there waiting, and then it just pushes. God forbid back and- the doctor has to wait. I that know. just made me so mad. <laughs> Why did <laughs> I just got so mad about that? Well, they do have a full day. Oh my god, that made me so mad, Chelsea. Why did I get so mad? About I don't that? know, Chad. I mean, I understand. I understand that. Well, um, okay, they're sorry, humans as well as doctors. Yeah. Anyway, it's their job. Keep going. Yeah, but they shouldn't have to wait. I don't. I mean, I don't think. I don't think showing up late to an appointment is like acceptable. Correct. I really think that it's important for doctor's appointments to get on time. I always get to my doctor's appointments early. Earlier than seven thirty, or like, do you get there earlier than half an hour, or earlier than? I do. The time? Like when I have a doctor's appointment, if I have to be there at seven thirty, like I will like make sure that I'm at the parking lot by like seven fifteen, because like I just I don't like to be late for doctor's appointments because I do know that like or any time really, I just don't like to be late. And if I am going to be late, I will always call. call. Yeah. I had a roommate who was like super irresponsible and it was really hard for him to get out of the door. And he would just like show up to his doctor's appointments an hour late. Mm. And then like be surprised when they were like, I'm sorry, we can't see you. Like that's crazy. Did you think you were just going to stroll on in there an hour late? And they were going to be like, right this way, sir. Like what? I also anyway. like I don't think of going to the doctor in the morning. I don't like doing anything in the morning, especially waking up. But sure. I yeah, I usually want to do mid afternoon. So well, the thing about these doctor's appointments, which I think Stacy was bringing up, I don't know if like they were months booked out. Oh, my months. Gosh. So like I had it didn't matter what time I wanted to go. Like I was going whenever there whenever was an appointment was available. available. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that too specifically. It's like a double complaint on top of Stacy's complaint is like yeah. it's for Stacy's child. One <laughs> right. of Stacy's child. Right. Children. children. So Stacy has to and now we're in this, you know, disease time of our lives where it's like right. you're not allowed in to the waiting office or the doctor's office. So Stacy has to sit in the car. So that's another half hour of sitting doing nothing on top of the appointment. Like I definitely hear that that's definitely frustrating. I am someone who is always afraid of being late. So I'm always early. Yeah. So I don't know. It doesn't really bother me that much. The half hour. I love having some quiet time to myself. But if it was at 730, I would be pissed too. I also think it's the kids factor. You Mm. know what I mean? Like getting children out of the house. That's tough. Yeah. To just have a 30 minute buffer is totally Yeah. Yeah, and then like you're schlepping them and you're they're complaining and you're dealing with all the stuff and then you like finally get there and then they're like, I have to wait. You know what I mean? Like, because kids are just, kids I'm are sorry, hard. I'm not projecting onto your children, Stacey. I'm sure your kids are lovely, but kids do like to kvetch. Yeah. You know? That is tough. Yeah, their whole, yeah, yeah that's tough. I mean, I wonder how many people are late for the half hour buffer. Because if it was a 15 right. minute buffer, like, please arrive 15 minutes early. I feel like people would just disregard that. Right. To me, the idea of coming half an hour early is like 
a big deal. There so very I, well might be a psychological component, but I, I think bet. that the complaint that Stacy is giving isn't that even they had to arrive a half hour early, but that they had this appointment like months out. <laughs> And right. then the day before, they're like, by the way, remember when you like planned your entire schedule to be here at 8 a.m.? We need you to come early. Actually, we need right. you at 7.30, which like that's just annoying when you're already waiting it for is. an appointment. So Stacey, totally. I hear you. I'm all fired I up with so. you. I don't like last minute changes, period. You know? Yeah, that's really frustrating. Great complaint. Please. Good job, Stacy. Yeah. I mean, listeners, be like Stacy. If you're in the car and like you're in, having a real time situation or whatever it is, give us a call. Stuck in traffic and you really hate traffic, 1 850 review zero. Do whatever you want. Complain about whatever you want. Well, that's the biggest takeaway there. I love that Stacy filled that half hour by calling the review queen. Yeah. You all should do that. The next time you're just waiting, call us. Everybody likes to be able to kvetch sometimes. And this is a voicemail that you can literally just call it a kvetch. So yes. please take advantage. And speaking of kvetching. Ooh. Should we do it? Should we jump into some online reviews? I think we should. Let's go. Review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you a review, then we break it down and we rate the impact of the review on a scale from zero to five crowns. This is a very regal process that we call Assess That Kvetch. That's right. So Trey, what have you got for us today? Hold on. I really have, I have to pee really bad. Hold okay. On, okay. Wait, is that okay? Hold on. Oh, yes. Pee before. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think if I have a story for you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a witch. What happened? Oh, my God. It's wicked. Was that why you were singing for good? Oh, my God. Trey is dressed like Alphaba from Wicked. He has green hands. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a little. You know that I'm afraid of, like, everything. What? Wow. Chelsea, today I have a one-star Yelp review <gasps> okay. for Wicked, the musical on Broadway. Oh <laughs> I didn't have to pee. I was putting on this costume. Wow, Trey. <laughs> You've outdone yourself. I love it. I mean, I love that you brought it in in the beginning, and I had no idea. When you were singing for good, we had that Chris and Chenoweth chat moment. Really impressive. Wait, you can't even see the top of the hat. Okay, that's better. Trey, like, how are these like wicked Alphaba gloves that are like so nice with the well, nails? I made the, this was our Halloween costume a couple of years ago. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, this is, I'm wearing my earphones <laughs> upside down. These are nail uh, gloves that I made. Oh my god! I so dyed cool. them green to match the Mac chroma cake makeup that they use for Wicked on Broadway. Wow! And anyway, back to the point. Okay, so today I'm going to share with you this uh, review from Valerie W for the musical Wicked. Now Valerie wrote this <gasps> okay. over ten years ago. All right, I, I probably I saw it when it first came out, so I definitely what. I've seen that cast, probably. So if anyone doesn't know what Wicked the musical is, it's been on Broadway since, I think, 2003, I think. Yes, I think it opened in 
October of 2003. And it's basically a prequel to The Wizard of Oz. So it's imagining that the Wicked Witch of the West is the protagonist and actually isn't evil. So it's their tagline, I think, for many years was what happened before Dorothy dropped in or something. Okay, anyway. So here we go. This is Valerie W.'s one-star Yelp review for the musical Wicked. Who knew okay. that you could review musicals on Broadway on Yelp? Wow. Yeah, I didn't. I think this is my first Yelp Broadway show review. Can't wait. <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> All, right. All right. I would like to stress something. This show did caps not receive good reviews when it first opened. It was almost universally panned by critics. It also did not win the Tony Award for Best Musical. And for good reason. It's not a good musical. Whether or not you find it entertaining is one thing. But as a piece of musical theater, it's garbage. What? The music is, in my opinion, pretty awful. (gasps) The songs... Mostly the green witches are overbelted to the point of being shrieky. I felt like I was being yelled at the entire time. It's a primarily pop score, but not nearly on the same level of quality as other pop scores like Les Miserables or even some of Andrew Lloyd Webber's work. What? The lyrics range from amusingly clever, parentheses, popular, to stupid and cliche, parentheses, I'm not that girl, comma, dancing through life. The humor consists of snappy one-liners, some of which are cringeworthy, parentheses, wands, do they need a point, hearty har har. You'll probably get some laughs. However, I expect more from a drama than laughs. That's not satisfying to me, especially when everything else is pretty bland. The show takes itself so seriously while trying to be funny at the same time. Pick a tone, please. The story is poorly written. Their friendship is not well-developed. They sing about how they're best friends and how they've supposedly been changed for the better. But we never caps see it. They bond over two or three scenes. And that's it. The rest of the drama is based on a horrible love triangle. If the friendship is supposed to be the heart of the show and it's not developed well, then the show ultimately has failed. Also, I didn't find the quote-unquote twists particularly clever. It felt like most of them were cop-outs. Parentheses, that didn't happen, this happened. When they should have been more cleverly woven into the original story of The Wizard of Oz. In fact, some of them are total plot holes. But I won't spoil anything. Dot, 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 dot. What can I say? You'll probably go see it because everyone's seeing it. Sometimes it's good to experience certain shows once just to be in the loop. But don't expect a theatrical masterpiece. Wow. 
Trey, way to hit the note. Valerie. Valerie did not say, like it. <laughs> I I very much disagree. I think I've seen mm. Wicked probably like 10 times. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, because I I started NYU in 2004. And it was, yes, it was like the most popular show. And so anytime anyone came to visit, they wanted to see Wicked. So I did the lottery all the time. And I really like it. I think it's a great show. I don't remember. Maybe you know, Trey. So it is based on a book mm-hmm. called Greg- Wicked, right? Written by Gregory Maguire. Right. The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West. I right. Think. So, like, a lot of, I mean, I didn't read the book, so I can't really speak to this, but a lot of, like, the plot points, I would imagine, are pulled from the book. So, it's like, it sounds like Valerie wants the story itself to be focused in a different way or Mm -hmm. somehow different. But the reality is, at the end of the day, this is an adaptation of another work. Correct. Right? So, that's, like, one place where I feel like, I don't know, Valerie, I don't really know... I I just, I'm curious what Valerie's expectations were going in. I also, maybe again, could be me, but I don't think of Les Mis as being a pop score, nor do I think of Andrew Lloyd Webber as being pop. Well, they were pop pop operettas. But this is like a much more modern pop, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you say? Especially in terms of like the belting Mm. and all of that that's going on, I think was very indicative of like the Adina Menzel era of like how high can you belt? That was like the whole shtick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think one could make a point that we couldn't have gotten too wicked if we had not had Andrew Lloyd Webber, but I wouldn't compare wicked to like Joseph and the amazing shit and color dream coat. A hundred percent agree. I mean, that's the, I think, yes, we couldn't have had any modern musical theater without the predecessor. However, we're not comparing apples to apples here when we're <laughs> well, bringing, yes, when we're bringing up Andrew Lloyd Webber. Like, I don't know, it just really makes me wonder what Valerie was expecting. And also, just like if I didn't know what the, so it's 10 years ago and I decide to go on Yelp and I decide to read this review. Is there a lot of value here? It does feel very complainy, you know? Well, it's interesting to me because I think Valerie opening mm-hmm. with this anger yeah. that it did not win Best Musical yeah. and that it was not received well is very telling. I think that Valerie already has an opinion yes. um, about the cultural phenomenon versus what... Valerie Dames is masterful musical theater art form. Do you recall that being the case? Yes. You do? That it didn't get great reviews in the beginning? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like very famously not a hit. Okay. But then it became a hit. Well, it was like a hit, but yeah, it was very much panned by many critics. Wow, like, okay. over. Because I loved it. And I think, again, where Valerie lost me is... There are so many things about this show that you can say are good. Like, for example, areas where they did win the Tony, I believe. Costumes, stunning. Mm -hmm. The talent was, like, really great. The singing, I'm sure, even 10 years ago. Like, any time I've ever seen the show, the singing has always been amazing. I just tend to believe you less when you're just on a complaint train for something that's been on Broadway for 
so long. Like, obviously people don't all agree with you. Otherwise, the show wouldn't still be, you know, showing on Broadway. Like, it doesn't make any sense that you're going so hard hard on Wicked when it's like, this is obviously your opinion and does not represent the general public. So leave a little bit of space for that, you know? Like, well, it's funny to me because here, so Wicked actually was nominated for one, two, three, four, five. It got 10 Tony nominations. Okay. It only won for Best Actress in a Musical. Which best was scene Kristen or, or Adina? Adina Menzel. But okay. they were both nominated in, in Leading Actress. That. Yeah. Eugene Lee won for Best Scenic Design. And then Susan Hilferty won for Best Costume Design. Right. They're just things to compliment. Also, is it a drama? I I don't know if you could say it's a drama. Like songs like popular song, you know, like there are a lot of songs that are much more musical theater kitsch. You know, I don't think this is presenting itself as 12 Angry Men. I mean, I'm just I'm a little confused with the expectation here. I think you're right in that Valerie went in a little bit sour because it's not not bad. So I'm very intrigued by this review because I remember when Wicked came out and I guess I I have seen Wicked three times. I did see Wicked like in the week that Broadway returned post-COVID. And it is interesting to see because I do think I I remember there is there was a storyline culturally with theater critics that this is very low common denominator musical theater for commercialization sake not art sake and there was a big conversation about that because this was like a new score it was like sort of i mean it's like a new story it's not based on a movie per se but it is kind of based on a famous film but it's its own original concept it's not like footloose the musical so there was a lot of back and forth about what will Broadway become now that we are just only musicalizing popular films. So then I think people had some opinions. And anytime an art form is going through an evolution, I think it happened with Rent, which Adina Menzel was also in. It also happened recently yeah. with Hamilton, where people are changing the form by introducing something new. I think people that are purists are going to be upset. And I think that the point about a pop score overbelted i think people are going to hate on it because it's not what was like this is not oklahoma but <sighs> i could also argue yeah. that perhaps it is overbelted why why is everything so belty why i don't know it's thrilling so i love it i've watched i've sat in the seats three times yeah. but i have watched wicked on youtube more than i've probably watched myself in a mirror like i have consumed wicked so much do i think it's a masterpiece in theater no do i think it's offensive no i did think it was offensive in 2003 because i wanted you to did? be a purist but oh, also it's sort of like who cares did you like, write this i'm valerie are you valerie i'm valerie <laughs> as i'm dressed up as alphaba <laughs> but there is a conceit and i mm-hmm. think that valerie probably has the opinion that if this is not a masterpiece in musical theater it's trying to grab people that are lowest common denominator. And I would imagine if you're looking up reviews on Yelp, you might not be a purist lover of musical theaters. And so like, it <laughs> right. is interesting that That's she's come here to say, people think this is, this is garbage. It's garbage. Right. But <sighs> is it the right forum? 
And that she's so resigned at the end that it's like, you're probably going to see this anyway. Anyway. I know. You know what I was just thinking as you were talking about sort of this evolution is and the belting. Because when she said that, I was thinking, I guess there is a lot of belting. But then I, but then I remembered this was really the American Idol era. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? And there was something very exciting about being able to see someone live do what we were seeing on American Idol, see these like incredible vocal talents just slaying eight shows a week, which is hat off to you because that is not easy to do. And I do think that that was a big part of the spectacle. This show is a Broadway spectacle yes, through and through from the sets to the costumes to the belting of the songs to the, you know, Glinda, you know, in the bubble. Mm-hmm. This spectacle, American Idol era musical theater. Yeah. And it's interesting on this American Idol conversation because when we just saw it, yeah, we saw the main actress for Act One And then during intermission, she could not continue with the show. So then we saw another person playing Elphaba in Act Two, which in itself is thrilling. Right. But that just shows how difficult the role is. Yeah. So yeah, I think your point here is sort of like, what's wrong about bringing people to the theater with something that's accessible? I mean, I'd much rather see Wicked than like Minions the musical or something. Correct. You know? Yeah. And then this whole thing about like the friendship, I remember mm-hmm. when the revival of Miss Saigon happened, like I was like, wait, like they just saw each other and now they're like singing how they're like the stars and the moon. Like, <laughs> right, that's right, so right. unbelievable. But it's also yeah. like they have to become friends in order to Suspension get... Suspension of disbelief. Right. The story has to continue. Like we can't right. spend three hours on them becoming friends. You have to just like buy into it. Yeah, and I yeah, I agree. And I I don't really agree with all the the holes. I I think we can't be there all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> we see we see that like yes. Linda and Alphaba meet each other and they're like immediately like they hate each other Correct. and then they start to like understand each other and then they're friends. Like that's it's that's fine. about all the room like all, all the we space need. we have, you know? Right. So I don't know. I, I think I'm just really struggling here because I've seen this show so many times and because I really disagree both with Valerie's opinion of the show, but also of her tactic being a reviewer and and connecting to other people that are reading this. I just don't. I think that it's very off putting. So I'm trying to like see if I'm being too biased and if there's anything I can put aside here to assess some sort of value in this review. Well, speaking of value, I, I'm curious if Valerie doesn't like the show and thinks it's a sort of it's garbage, it's a waste of time. So right. Valerie, instead of saying, in my opinion, it's garbage, I just want you to right. know that the consensus when this first came out was that this was right. a piece of shit. So it's not just my opinion. People also thought that. It did not win Best Musical. Avenue Q won it. Won it. So like, this is bad. But like, I'm very allergic to that kind of... Well, we all know that awards, even the Oscars, it's all political. None of it's real. None of right. it makes sense. Like, they, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I do think it's a little bit of like, okay, cool. So like, you want to be like, my opinion matters and it matters because it's in line with the Tonys. Right. I don't know. I feel like if I saw that, I, I, I do think that Valerie is coming armed with information. I mean, like, if you were going to go and you wanted to know what won the Olivier, like, yeah, then 
Like, maybe it is interesting to know this was not accepted or this was not loved universally as it has become. Right. And I'm a tourist. But it feels to me like Phantom or Cats. Like, back in the day, it's like The Lion King. Like, when you go to Broadway and you've, you're from Australia, like, there are certain iconic things over it. time yeah. that represent Broadway. Correct. And I think that Wicked still is that. I think Wicked is the new Phantom. Yeah. Or Cats or Hamilton even. It's like, you know you want to go see that. Yeah. So Because it's like become transcendent of the genre. So this is an interesting point of view. I think there's value to hearing that someone really thinks it's garbage. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Every review is an opinion. So like... It's true. As far as spelling and grammar, it's pretty great. Okay. There's not really any dings there. The Truthful Shady, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Because I think there's aspects of both. I think think that they're obviously telling their truth. Their truth just is shady. Well, they're gathering truth from the past. Right. And sprinkling it, it in with, I think, what their shady point of view is, is like... But then I also think it's interesting to end with, sometimes it's good to experience a certain show once just to be in the loop. Just don't expect a masterpiece. Like, you could read that as being shady, or you could read that as sort of being kind to wanting yeah, that's experience. A, yeah, that's a good point. But the overall feeling of this review from Valerie does feel a little shady. Like, if you don't like it that much, great. You know? Right. Yeah, it feels a little heavy-handed. It's also interesting to me, there is no suggestion for what to see in its place. And you probably have heard of it because it's famous. But like, I think it's bad. Right. Okay. And that's where that's what I meant when I was saying like, in terms of the value here. It's like, all I'm getting right. is that I know that Valerie hated this show. I don't know if I will feel the same way. <laughs> exactly. But I know that Valerie felt this way. So do you think that there's humor here? Like, was it entertaining? I had a couple of chuckles. Um, I chuckled, but I didn't. I think it was more because I was looking at you in a witch costume. <laughs> if I was chuckling, I don't. I don't know that this was like funny. I really. I think that Valerie was like angry and Upset, yeah. and took to Yelp. All right. So should we talk about impact in our crowning? Yeah, I think I'm ready to crown Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think I am too. All right. Okay. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. <laughs> In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our raving. We're off to see the wizard. The queens are tabulating. After listening to feedback from hundreds of thousands of users, Clean Email designed the best way to clean out your email inbox while keeping your data safe and respecting your privacy. Clean Email works on any device and with all email service providers. With Clean Email, you aren't doing a one-off, one-time sweep of your inbox. You're automating your email cleaning tasks to keep your inbox clean going forward. Now, some of my personal favorite features include pause, mute, hello, block emails from senders, who don't offer that little link at the bottom to unsubscribe, so annoying. Plus, never miss anything important because clean email sends summaries of all of the activities performed. Whether you're trying to achieve inbox zero or simply get rid of emails cluttering your data storage, use our code REVIEWQUEEN for 25% off at clean.email or go ahead and use that direct link in our show notes and you can start enjoying the pleasure of a decluttered inbox, honey. 
Hold on, it's hard with my nails. Okay. Okay, Trey is holding up three and a half crowns. I am holding up two crowns. I hold up two crowns because mostly because I vastly disagree with Valerie and I don't know that she's doing, you know, justice to the consumer of the review, which at the end of the day is the most important. I think we were a little bit blinded by our own style our own taste Mm -hmm. which is valid you know which is you know completely valid but maybe a a little bit of a lack of balance the reason why i went with the two crowns or awarded the two crowns obviously spelling and all that but it was a point you kind of made towards the end so you know when like there's a movie and it's out or something like that or a show for that matter and everyone's like oh my god you have to see this you have Mm -hmm. to see this you have to see this sometimes it's good to have somebody that's like eh it wasn't that good because it kind of like takes it down a peg so that when you see Mm -hmm. it, you can be a little bit more neutral. I feel like maybe Valerie W is like a little bit of like an alchemist um, in terms Mm. of the response to Wicked because if you go into anything with super, super high expectations, you're bound to be disappointed. So maybe if I was reading through reviews that were raving, 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 and then I read this one, maybe it would just put me in a better expectation headspace when I was going to see the show. So I think maybe that's worth two crowns and, and that was where they came from for me. Why three and a half from you? So I went with three and a half because... I, I, I'm not sure what the intention was for Valerie uh-huh. or the audience Valerie is intending to reach because it's like so random for me to imagine that like a musical is going to be on Yelp. Like when I found this, like I don't even remember how I found it. It's so uh-huh. random. Were there other reviews? Yes, actually. Okay. Okay. And a couple of other ones I considered reading, but I mm-hmm. thought that this was the most, like I appreciated that and part of the three and a half here for me is that Valerie came with a cultural understanding of what the piece was at a certain time. It's not just like, this is stupid. You know, (laughs) there was like a little bit of intentionality around being articulate with what their history is to reasoning why they have the viewpoint they have, which I thought was interesting. But on a personal level, I feel like maybe the test of time has proven that like perhaps the Tony award doesn't really matter. Mm. But also I think I tend to get outrageously emotional and angry when I see specifically Broadway shows. And I know people feel this way with Oscar contender movies and people feel this way with Emmy television specials and people feel this way about Grammy award artists. It's like people get very passionate about art forms that they consume And I think ultimately, at the end of the day, I think American Idol has really had an impact on musical theater to its detriment, in my opinion. But at least this is a book musical. Right. The characters go through journeys. And it's thrilling. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to see a very talented person doing something that they are endowed with that an average person doesn't. And that's moving. And the story is fascinating. And I think it's fun to see a spectacle of course we want to see a spectacle like spend money and see this on broadway rather than like seeing a spectacle at like universal studios you know so i say three and a half because i think it's interesting to see this could be someone's first step into broadway musical theater 
And then you can have a little context like, oh, I really liked this because I'm 12. But like, uh, maybe there's more artistic maybe integrity, there's other, yeah. things that I can explore as I get older and I want to develop this passion in life. Or I could just go because I'm drug here by my aunt who lives in New York and she's a little wacko and weird and I want to be a football <laughs> star. But like, I've been exposed and that's gorgeous. Like, sure. I think there's something beautiful to being a gateway musical. So I said three and a half because I think it's just showing... Everyone has a subjective opinion, objective, subjective, everyone. It doesn't matter. It's a musical. Go support musical theater. Go support artists. And Valerie W., you're funny. You funny, Valerie. You funny, girl. You were so upset about Wicked, girl. You were so upset. That's a girl in green face paint, girl. It ain't that deep. (laughs) You're so mad. You went home and you started writing on Yelp. Oh, my goodness. And that person just, she's washing green out of her hair. You silly goose. She's got green in her ears. The dedication to the green paint. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mm. We should really thank all the alphabets out there. If you've played Alphaba, thank you. If you've auditioned many times for Alphaba, thank you to you, too. (laughs) I hope your voice is okay. And we're all very excited for the Wicked movie coming out in the future. Yes, indeed. For the first time, I feel wicked. That was a very wicked turn here on the show. Why don't we take some of this Valerie W. evil energy and flip it around? Yeah. Because we've reached the most regal portion of our show. Chelsea, who are you inducting today for... My royal highness. It's sort of funny to me because Trey and I we really don't talk about what the other person is going to bring in for the review that this week. You know, like we don't know. We like to be surprised. So I had no idea that Trey was going to bring in Wicked today. When Are you I doing just, Moulin Rouge because it's been no? I am not. It's not Moulin okay. Rouge, Chell. Okay. So I lived in New York for a while. I went to NYU, as we know, and I lived, stayed a few years after. So I was there seven years. And admittedly, there's not like too much that I miss from my New York life. But the things that I miss are Broadway, mm-hmm. bagels, mm-hmm. and pizza. Mm-hmm. And I have a really hard time finding like good New York style pizza in LA. In fact, when I went back east, I was like, I gotta get great pizza. And I didn't even make it to the city. So I didn't have good pizza. Okay. But then I was at my friend Steph's house and we ordered in pizza from this place called Mona Lisa <laughs> Kitchen. And it's in Los Angeles. And Steph had told me, like, this is good New York style pizza. And I was like, I'll believe it when I try it. And I tried right. it. And it was delicious. It was so good. Mona Lisa Kitchen, finally a place in LA where I can get New York style pizza because uh, I've been here for a decade and I've yet to find a place until very recently. And so I, along with the Deckums, my friend Steph and her husband, Chris, want to nominate Mona Lisa Kitchen for Our Royal Highness. And I just wanted to take a quick second to read, actually, a short review that Steph wrote on Yelp for Mona Lisa Kitchen to accompany this induction. You better so, work, Steph. Yeah, right? So Stephanie D. said, stopped by here Sunday for some pizza while I was walking down Melrose. I was truly impressed with the quality and flavor. I'm an East Coaster and have struggled to find New York-style pizza in LA. This mm. place did not disappoint. Will absolutely be back again and again. 
and she just posted this already two usefuls and one cool so wow other people are out here in LA craving this New York style pizza and finally thanks to Mona Lisa kitchen who has nearly all five stars we finally have it so thank you Mona Lisa kitchen I'm I'm already deciding when I'm going to go back and get more because I I just I love it and you're great and I'm inducting Mona Lisa Kitchen along with Steph and Chris as my Royal Highness this week. I love that. That that must be like the highest compliment, especially if you are New York style pizza in Los Angeles to like get a review like that. Can you imagine the impact of that? I hope so. I hope that they appreciate it. Wait, what do you think distinguishes like New York pizza over anything else like what is the quality okay oh god so many things so first of all it's the crust and like the bread it can't be we don't a thin like brick oven that's more of a california pizza which i like a thin brick oven moment i'm not Mm. like saying i don't but it's not your new york pizza a new york pizza the, the crust is still thin it can't be too thick gotta have that perfect fold gotta fold it in half yeah Right. So it can't be too thick because then you're getting too big of a bite. And it has to have the right ratio of sauce to cheese. Mm. Right. Got to have that right. Not too much sauce, not too little sauce. Generally speaking, I'd say you can't have too much cheese. But this the ratio of sauce to cheese, the thickness of the the pizza itself. Oh, just perfect. Run, don't walk to Mona Lisa Kitchen, guys. It sounds the same to me as bagels, too, because I know it's like the water with which the bagel, uh, like bread is made, is like what makes the difference between. Oh my God. I got a bad bagel in LA the other day, you guys. I'm not going to put anyone on blast, but oof. Well, yeah. I think that it's time now that we're Mm -hmm. speaking of royal highnesses. Chelsea, would you like to do the honor of announcing the winner of our Lillian Pops? artwork contest i would be honored would you happily do the drum roll please yes the winner is james donegan better known as at james donagram which is a pretty clever instagram name he did an excellent job. Check out our Instagram. We will repost James's entry. And James, we got some merch. We got some special gifts. We got lots of stuff coming towards you. Thank you to everyone yes. who submitted an, uh, an entry. We, we had some tough contenders there. But at the end of the day, James D, you pulled ahead. And we're so excited and grateful. So... Thank you for indulging us in this fun contest. Yes, and I cannot wait, actually, for the merch, because it's so funny. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Congratulations, and thank you for the yes, engagement. congratulations, Everyone James. who participated, we really do appreciate it. Yes. All right, yes, Queens. Well, we did it. That is another round on the RU, a wicked RQ, Ferris Wheel of the Gershwin Theater. Thank you for joining us today, my pretty. (laughs) If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard. Which I don't know how you couldn't. (laughs) Valerie W's burning in the fiery pits of hell. (laughs) 
Tell an enemy. Now, if you have zero friends or zero enemies, but you'd like the chance to be featured on our show, then please go ahead. Leave us a review. Leave our podcast a review. It really, really helps. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even the website Podchaser. We have made this really easy for you with a very super cute hyperlink. Lovethepodcast.com slash the review queens. It's so easy peasy, and we even put a super cute little link in our show notes below, my pretties. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, but that doesn't go with Wicked. To support the production of our show, please visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. Even a dollar tip is extremely appreciated. Yes. Join our mailing list at our website, reviewthatreview.com, so that you can stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. And hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review 0 You can be just like Stacey B, complain all you want. You can also follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I'm at Adina Menzel. No, you're not. I'm not really. <laughs> No, I'm at Trey Gerald. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So on today's after show podcast, keeping with the theme of Mona Lisa Kitchen, <sighs> I thought we should do a good old review of The Louvre. So we are going to be reading a one dot review from TripAdvisor of The Louvre Museum. I was literally, out. wait, I was yeah. literally like, wait, why? And then I remembered Mona Lisa lives. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> Next to the connection. Oh, it's because I live in Oz. I don't know anything about America. That's oh not America. <laughs> oh, Trey. Oh. To find out what made Trey say. Maybe Mona Lisa was watching Wicked. She's sort of like, hmm, this wasn't that good when it first came out. And to find out what made Chelsea say. I'm back. <laughs> then become a member of our Patreon. You know you want to see me in my alphabet costume. Yes. You know you want to. And you you're only you going to. to on our Patreon. Over at patreon.com slash review that review so you can hear our weekly after show companion podcast and see me in my green. Okay? Okay. Now remember. Ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific witch queen. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thanks. Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Bye. I'm not that girl. That is a low note. Mm-hmm. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Eva Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Kvetching through life. Angry <laughs> Angry and hurting. Why does Valerie hate me so much? Oh, my Valerie, please come and see it maybe one more time. I don't know. Did you? Do you now recognize that I have green lights in the back? I did. I, I really recognized prepped. that earlier. You really, really did. Prepped, yeah. All of a sudden, the whole 
scene was set when you entered in costume? Something has changed within you. Something is not the same. We could do all this right. literally, literally all day. We're going to sing more on the after show. So it's go true. join us on Patreon. Bye. Oh, karaoke. Wiki karaoke. After show. Bye. <sighs> Wait. Should we do that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who wants in?